Ready for another week, Jared? Yeah, I'm ready for another week, yeah. Feeling Things good. been going good for you? Things have been good. This week is just, I've been just busy chasing things, like a lot of calls. It's good, dude. People are like, hey, interest rates are rising. Let's give Jerry a call. I need Let's more. Let's finally do something. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, good, dude. It's been busy. You've been busy? I like to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, I've been stressed, man. Life just gets stressful sometimes, you know? So when you get stressed, uh, what happens? My wife gets stressed. <laughs> That's what happens. Do you, like, like, what I mean is, physically, do you notice any changes in your body? Uh, yeah, like, I just feel like I want to shut down. Tired? Yeah. More tired? Yeah, like, tired, like, I don't want to do stuff. I get real resistant. It's kind of funny, huh? You just want to stay home? Yeah. Yeah, like F it all. It's not a good way to be. I think that's pretty common for people though. Like when life gets stressful, that a lot of people want to just shut down. Either go into their video games or TV shows or whatever, but not just not deal with reality. Yeah. Which I don't think is very healthy. No, there was a there was a time early on in my career I I was overwhelmed with a lot of work. Yeah, and I wanted to and and problems happening. Yeah, I wanted to turn off my computer, and turn off my phone, and just disappear for like a week. Oh yeah, dude. It would have screwed everything up. <laughs> yeah, it like, would have been way worse afterwards. But it sounded so that's awesome. The I had. I'm like, I'm turning off my computer. I'm turning off my phone. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. So that's an interesting reaction, right? Maybe that goes back to the fight or flight like instinct we're supposed to have as mammals, but. It doesn't seem very helpful in today's society. Here's the other thing too, that I think about a lot. Why do I want to do that? So what's really important to me in life? It, I say it's my family. Family is really important. My faith is really important. Um, I say that, but I don't mean it. <laughs> but most of my time is is spent working to get money. Yeah. But I say money is not that important to me. However, that is where the majority of my time is spent. And majority of your stress. And I tell myself it's because I need money to take care of my family the way I want to. I need money to live a life that I want to live. Right? But it does. It creates stress. And it takes most of my time. And so I think that there's something a little bit off, at least in my life, if not in society. I'd love to say it's a society big problem. But I can speak only really for my life on that. I think what it is, Craig, not so much money. I don't think you're chasing money. I think you're chasing success and you don't want to... Sounds like an alien ship, dude. It sounded like an alien ship coming down. Coming, coming to get you. Pick me up. That'd be nice too, you know, in stressful times. <laughs> I, think, I think it's the success you're chasing and you don't want to fail. And Ooh, so, a fear of failure has always been big, right. yeah. And so, so that's where that next drive is, I need to succeed, I need to succeed. Because you don't want to fail. No, Personally I and in your family. Because because if you do fail professionally, well, you're also failing your family because you're helping provide. I know your wife doesn't work, right? You're right. providing. Right, she yeah. stays at home and watches the kids and makes sure that they don't all go crazy. And you're not just providing because you don't have a 401k. So you're not providing for just... Right now. Right now, you're providing for the future, too, of retirement. Right. Even if I did have a 401k, look at the stock market. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. <laughs> Grateful you don't have one. <laughs> no. It, yes, that's all true, right? But what did people do back in the day? Like, think yeah. about this. 
Let's go to 200 years ago. People didn't have 401ks. No. And I'm sure people didn't have all the luxuries we have. They worked, went and worked on their land. They had to plant their food. They had to hunt or raise their food on farms or things like that, right? Did they deal with the same level of stress, if you will, that we deal with? It's a good question because I feel like the level of stress would be less. However, I know they're relying on weather. They're relying on certain things with rain. You know, what if their crop doesn't grow? They're relying on that. And if that's not happening, I can see stress setting in. Oh yeah. Like, what are we gonna do next year? Because we get all this food for go through the winter and what are we gonna do this winter if we don't have the food? Yeah. So I don't know, I can see the stress. And so here's the thing, if they screwed up or if something bad happened then, what like that was like serious physical danger, right? Like starving, <laughs> like a serious deal. That's like, like a big no deal. Food. Like no food on the shelves right now. If uh, if I don't make as much money as I want to make, I don't think my family's gonna go starving. <laughs> so so I get stressed, right? I mean, this is kind of my point. I get stressed over these things that I claim are not the most important things for me, like money or or seeking success or trying to not be a failure. Yeah. But at the end of the day, how bad can it really get? Like we live in a society where almost all of our basic needs are going to be met, even at rock bottom. Yeah. Yeah, the poorest people are taken care of. They have health insurance, they have food, you're right. There's always help. Yeah. But we and stress out. The thing is, I have good family. I have good friends that I'm sure, you know, if things got that bad, as long as I'm not just being a bum and being like, I don't want to work. You know. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> so. I can see you're, so you're basically saying there's self-inflicted stress. At, yeah. So, okay. Somebody was telling me this the other day. I wish I could remember who I was talking to. But back in the day, things used to be physically difficult. Right, you had to work hard on the farm or whatever. And they've gotten much more physically easier for people. Correct. But mentally things have gotten much more difficult. Like we deal with more depression, more um, mental anxiety. Yeah, all those type of things are are through the roof right now um, as things have gotten physically easier. So I don't know if it's always better that life is physically easier. There there might have been more. Which means we're also getting out less, which means we're getting fatter. Yeah, exactly. Like maybe that physical hardship was built into our DNA to allow us to handle life in a certain way. And now that we've taken the physical hardship out of the picture more, our minds haven't adapted to deal with that as well. There was a movie, and when I said fatter, I just remember this movie, and I don't know if you saw it, it as a cartoon, my kids saw it, and I hope you've seen it, because I don't remember it, except for the fact that these people were so far into the future, that everyone oh, was fat. yeah, they're out in space, right, on yeah, the spaceship. Yeah, they're sitting in these spaceships. What is that show? Yeah. I can't remember, but I remember my kids watching and just laughing, and I was like, this is going to be us someday. They just had machines <laughs> that fed them, and... Yeah. And I can't remember the point of them. I don't even remember the. Mo- I don't remember the point. I just remember watching it, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is the future." <laughs> yeah, we're almost there. Because our mental, like you said, we're starting to use minds more. I mean, a lot of people can can, can work from home, and if, and if we're not active people, you just sit and eat at home. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can get out of shape quickly 
because yeah. you're not moving. You're not even driving to the store. You're just sitting. You could call and food comes to your house. That's true, man. <laughs> you never have to leave. It's true. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> you never have to leave. So that's where you have the choice. Hey, I want to be healthy and I want to do this physical activity. But you're right. It's not the same as those guys who grew up on the farm. And every day you're on that farm because if you don't do it, you're not going to eat. That's, that is your yeah. life. From, from, from 5, 6 in the morning till 10 at night, you're out there working because that's, that's your money, that's your life. And then, of course, back then, there was bartering, too. You know, someone, someone maybe made clothes, you made food, hey, let's trade. And it wasn't so much, hey, do you, you know, I'm selling this for 50 bucks. It's like, hey, I'll give you some steak. Hey, I got some tomatoes, you give me some steak, right? Yeah, just something. <laughs> I'm sure that happened. I, I guarantee that was what happened I bet I think people were much more community oriented as well, like more involved together. Whereas, like you said, I could not leave my home. I don't even need to meet my neighbors. Exactly. And what's funny is community involved, but they were spread out. And now we have houses butting up next to each other. <laughs> so and you can talk true, to dude. someone, and they don't even know their next door neighbor. Yeah. They can say, I don't know. I, just, I see him sometimes. I I lived next to a guy for ten years, and I would say hi to him. <laughs> I even had a couple conversations with him. But if you ask me his name right now, I cannot tell you his name. It's awesome. And I lived next to him for over 10 years. I'd recognize him. We'd be friendly if we saw each other. Yeah. But that's like how little we interacted. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. That is crazy. It's just weird. That's a weird world how we have changed. Yeah. Very. What you, and it could be a social. It could be the fact that it's so easy to get a hold of friends everywhere else that we've made friends. And so I don't need my neighbor as my friend because yeah. I can get on my phone and call my friend. You're already in could your circle that, there. But I don't know. I bet there's a lot to that. Like, yeah, I'm going to text you over my neighbor because yeah, I've gonna... known you for years and whatever. Like, why am I going to invest in a new relationship, yeah, right? I know. The other day, Craig texted me. He's like, dude, I need, I need like a stick of butter. Like, Bro, like... It'll take me longer to go to the store and bring a stick of butter than your neighbor's, like, right there. I never texted you for a stick of butter. <laughs> Dude, just bring it over. Just bring it One over. hour later. I had to ride my bike because I can't afford gas anymore, so it took me a while. Speaking of gas. Yeah. It's not going to stop. No, I hear it's going to keep going up. It's pretty insane. Yeah, I just heard this morning on the way in, it's gone up again. Yeah, I saw this stat on inflation on different things like home goods, price of homes, you know, gas. Everything's gone up like double digits, man. We are a year from yeah from today. Was it a year? I thought it was a year on the radio I was just listening to. We're almost doubled. It was like three dollars and something cents, three dollars and ten cents or something for a gallon, and now it's. Uh, Five, what did they say the average here was like 560 something? Almost double. I was talking to a client of mine that drove up to Payson about an hour and a half away, right? Yeah, close. Says gas is a dollar cheaper up there. I was like, what? Why is that? Yeah, isn't that more out of the way up in the mountains? Like, why are they cheaper than we are? What's going on? <laughs> and usually, oh no, it's always been pretty comparable, I think, in Payson. Yeah. Pretty comparable. It's a little bit different, but yeah. Oh man, it's broken. <laughs> it's so weird. I bet Hawaii's got cheaper gas than us. <laughs> I know that makes no sense. <laughs> I don't get it. It's a weird time. 
So that's another thing that I start getting stressed out about is these things that I have no control over, like the price of gas, but I drive every day, so I feel like it affects me. Yeah. Or what the economy's doing. I can't control the economy overall. Interest rates on loans, like, heck, if we could control that, we'd throw it back another 2 3%, right? <laughs> <laughs> Go back to the good old days three months ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, going back to that gas, because I was just talking to someone yesterday about it. It comes up like all the time. Oh yeah, it's usually a joke or whatever. But no, really. So I have, we have a uh, Yukon, and I have a pickup truck. So between the two, they have big gas tanks. So anytime we fill up, it's over a hundred dollars. And and you know, it's always used to be eighty to eighty to ninety bucks. Don't even think about it. And that's what's funny. We don't think about it. We just pull out our credit card and hit it. And I mean, it'll show up later in your bank account. Yeah. But at the time, you don't think about it. But like, I was starting to pay attention, and I was like. We've been filling up lately. It's like 120, 140 bucks. That's a lot of money. If you stop and think about it, dude, that's a nice meal somewhere. Like a nice meal, or that's a lot of cheap meals. <laughs> Taco Bell, dude. That's or, like a whole. Or it's a cool, cool <laughs> item you might want. Yeah. I mean, 140 dollars is a lot of money. Yeah. Well, here's what I've noticed too. Even at the grocery store. Um, like the dollar store, it's like the five dollar store. <laughs> like five dollars is cheap. Like a candy bar. <laughs> I remember buying candy bar. I sound like my freaking dad now, my grandpa or somebody. I remember buying candy bars five for a dollar when I was a kid. First started working minimum wage, getting paid five fifteen an hour. When they went on sale, yeah, when they go on that, sale, yeah, five for sale. a buck, dude. Because they were they were twenty or thirty cent. It was in that range. I remember as a kid, Dude. candy bars. And I'd stock up. I'd be like, "Oh, sweet!" Yeah, I thought it was thirty six cents. Or it's something. like a buck fifty to two dollars per like a Snickers or a yeah, yeah. That's a lot of money. Depending on if you buy it at the gas station, gas right? station or at the Walmart checkout. Yeah, isn't that crazy? It's crazy. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> Maybe it'll make people skinnier. I don't think so. No? <laughs> no. It costs too much. Okay, speaking of money, okay? Uh-huh. My pet peeve. Yeah. Okay. I'm in my car the other day and my kids are like, Dad, Mr. Beast is the number one YouTuber. I'm like, I'm like, whatever. Like, there's no way. Because they watch this guy called Mr. Beast. Have you seen him on YouTube? Yeah, I've, I've heard of him. I actually saw an in or listened to an interview of him on Joe Rogan. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he started off. So if you watch the interview, from what I understand of Mr. Beast, because I've heard him a while back, he started off by kind of giving things away to people. Is that right? He still does. That's yeah. what he does. Yeah. My kids were watching one where there was this Lamborghini or Ferrari, whatever it was, and everybody had to keep their arm on it. And whoever was the last person standing with their arm on it got the car. And then people, he would give them, hey, if you let go right now, I'll give you $10,000. And people are like, okay, they let go. Yeah. And it's like, what? But anyway. The guy is number one YouTuber right now, paid. He makes, um, I can't remember what it is, but I did it. Because what I did was I was in the car and I was like, I'm going to see how much he makes a day. Like every day, Monday through Sunday, like no days off. And it's like 127 or something thousand dollars a day. Wow. And at that point, when I pulled that up, because my kids were telling me, I was like, guys, we're starting a YouTube channel. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, if, if, if these guys can get on there and do this, then I can make a thousand bucks a year doing it. Okay. Yeah, that's a dollar. Because I'm okay with that. Exactly. Fill up your gas tank twice. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that blew me away. 
Dude, so um, that interview was interesting because he seemed much more focused on just growing his YouTube channel. So he says, yeah, I make a lot of money, but he's all, I, I just, I don't care about money. He's like, so in my videos, like you're saying, I'll give you 10,000 to let go and then somebody wins a car at the end. He's all, yeah, that video probably cost me uh, three or $4 million to make and maybe I made broke even on it on YouTube, right? He's all, but my goal is to just give back and create. Hmm. That's awesome. And so he could probably be super rich, way more rich than he is, um, but he spends so much or gives so much of it back, that's probably what helps him grow as well. And he's right. just a guy that doesn't seem focused on money. And I wish I was more that way, you know? I, I just think, uh, I don't know how to do that yet. Not in our society where I feel like money's needed for so much things. And money can also be viewed as a way of, hey, you're bringing value to people, so people pay you more. But I don't know, man. I think that'd be a great attitude to have. Yeah, I, I always thought of, that's that's interesting you said that with that interview because I obviously didn't watch it, but I always thought he just gave stuff away because he didn't want to pay taxes. Because obviously if you're making, <laughs> yeah. if you're making 50, whatever, a thousand or a million dollars a year, you got a lot of taxes to pay. Yeah, for sure. But if you give stuff away, you don't have to pay taxes on it. So that's what I thought. Yeah. When I was like, oh, that's why he's giving it away. He doesn't want to pay a big chunk of taxes. <laughs> Maybe that's a side benefit, man. But it definitely does help him grow because now people are like, he's giving that away. And people like watching other people win things. Oh, yeah. Like, Price is Right. I mean, that, my parents loved that show. And yeah. all they did was win stuff. And it's like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. He played Plinko. It's like, yeah, get it, get it, get it. And there's no telling where that Plinko thing's going to land, but it's fun to watch people win. Right, right. So, and it's success. Like when we're walking, we'll be in, we'll be in a, 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 one of those arcade places and there's somebody with the, and I'm not going to spend money on this giant stuffed animal claw grabber, but man, it's fun to watch people do it. And it's fun to watch them when it picks up and they almost get it. And we're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody's standing around cheering them on. Like, we like to watch people win. Yeah, it does. It brings a level of happiness, huh? Yeah. <laughs> to see good things happen to people. <laughs> That's what we need to do more, man. Cheer people on. Yeah, quit worrying about ourselves and just provide goodness, right? Success, yeah. That's probably what leads to more happiness. Uh, yeah, you know what? There's this guy a long time ago. Uh, his name was Jesus. Yeah, and, uh, yeah he I heard was, about him. Yeah, he was That's on cool. Earth. And, and he did a lot of good things. And, uh, and because of it, drew a lot of people towards him. Yeah. Because he's a kind person who gave and wasn't selfish. Man, you're so righteous, man. I know. Dude. So spiritual. Bringing out the bringing out my Christianity. I like it. <laughs> As my son's calling me. That's good. No, that's a good point, man. Just give, give. It definitely brings happiness. 100%. I think so. I think 100. percent There's there's something about gratitude and and all that, that brings happiness. And that's that's something you can't buy. Um, yeah, you can buy you can buy moments of happiness, but that inner joy happiness, I think that's earned by um, selfless acts. Yeah, yeah, like there can be moments of fun, right? Right. But very few moments of fun are like true. Like if you look at your core memories of things that you remember as really being happy, there's almost always other people, people that you care about, and there's something being given and. And whether whether it's a physical gift or not, it might not always be, hey, I'm winning a car or something, right? But it could be like at a birthday party where you had your cousins there and something really cool happened or you were on a trip with your family. Like it's always 
you have to share that. Like it has, something has to be shared, whether it's your attitude, your, your state of being, something there is being shared with other people. Yeah. And that's, those are the memories that create the most happiness for sure, for sure. But that's why the pursuit every day of just trying to earn money, I don't think, I think that just always leads to stress. <laughs> I'm not saying that's not important. Like you want to do that, but how do you do that in a way that you share with other people? Right? How do you do that in a way that, hey, when your client's meeting with you, they feel like happier that they're, they're getting something of value from you. Right. That's the trick. Yeah. For sure. Especially in a, in a stressful, uh, you know, industry like we are where people are moving. They say, they say moving is one of the most stressful things people do in their lives. So in those moments, how do we give to them? Yeah. That's the trick. That's the trick, Craig. Yeah. You can figure that out and then let me know once you <clears throat> figure it out. I'm working on it, man. <laughs> but no, giving giving is always that's always a winning route. Yeah, I think so. For time, you and for them. Your stuff. They feel good and help, you feel good. Yeah, helping people and and um, and I think that's part of it too. That I think that's part of the joy that comes from our job is is helping somebody. Yeah. You're putting them, you're helping them get into a better position than they were in prior and that brings joy to you because they're happy yeah exactly their happiness comes back to you yeah totally dude this is a deep podcast people need to pay attention to this (laughs) i'm grateful for our two listeners yeah you just got a lot guys no i'm just kidding we should listen to this over and over again you know what else leads happiness though sunshine sunshine yeah (laughs) so and it's true. That's a fact. No, it is, right? Yeah. Like vitamin D and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. Sunshine's good for you being outdoors. Yeah, I lived in I lived in Michigan for a little bit, a couple of years, and there wasn't a lot of sunshine. And people admitted it. Hey, we get depressed. You know, it gets to be winter and we'll get depressed around. People that live up in like the Pacific Northwest, like Seattle, Oregon, those areas, they always complain about being depressed or all the rain and stuff. It's interesting because here, I get excited when I see rain clouds coming. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah it brings joy to us. It brings so much <laughs> joy. Um, so it led me to, to wonder how many days of sunshine does Phoenix get in a year? Okay, am I supposed to answer this? Yeah. This I, I love testing okay. you, dude. Let's see how smart Gary <laughs> yeah. is. And what do, time do, 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 do. was the most sunshine? <laughs> what day did we get the most sun? <laughs> So this is definitely over 300. So 365 days in a year. Um, and sunshine, does that mean the full day is sunshine? Or does that mean like the sun is out? Because that's going to be almost every single day. Dude, I, I don't know. Okay, well, let's just go, <laughs> let's just go with pure sunshine. Yeah. Full sun every day. That's what I'm assuming this is. <laughs> and I'm going to push. So 365. I am going to guess 300 and this is an average, right? 320, somewhere in that range. Okay, so it says here, this is according to bestplaces.net. I'm sure the most <laughs> best reputable, source, yeah. reputable source <laughs> on the internet. It says on average there are 299 sunny days per year in Phoenix. Hmm. The U.S. average is 205. Phoenix gets some kind of pre- precipitation on average 33 days a year. So I think any day that doesn't get pre- precipitation, they're counting as a sunny day. Okay. Right? Now we get less than 10 inches a year because we're desert, but if 33 out of the 365 has some form of precipitation. 
they say that the the sunniest city in America, guess where that is? Juma. Yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> yes, I got that one. I, I nailed it. It's the hottest place. Yuma. Yeah. Yuma. Yuma. Yuma is cool. Okay. If we're going to California, we'll drive through Yuma because I like the southern side of California. Um, and there's this restaurant we always stop at. Mexican restaurant. Yeah. I knew it. Mr. G's, yeah. Yeah. Mr. G's, it is so good. And I'm not, obviously I can share this secret because we have two people. <laughs> if there's a bunch of people, it'd be a little bit shady because I don't want to get busy. But man, you kind of get off the freeway a little bit. It's not like one of those you just jump off the freeway and then you get some gas and take off again. Yeah. You get off and it's a nice little break. But man, Mr. G's, we go that we'll stop on the been way. Here, man. And we stop on the way back. Yeah. Always. So good, huh? Yeah. So, um, this says the sunniest state in the United States is Arizona. That's what we're best known for. So I wonder, are we the happiest? Let's see. That's a good question. Right? That's a good question. And I think happiness is going to be crazy because it's correlated with um, exercise too. Yeah. Um, and I know there's certain cities that exercise more than others. Tucson, I believe. Scottsdale's one. There's certain cities that exercise more. Okay, so I wouldn't have guessed this. So I guess, what's your criteria for happiness, right? How do they measure this? Who knows? Is this better.com or whatever it's called? This is Forbes.com. Oh, Forbes. Okay. We have to trust them because it has to do with money. <laughs> Which states are the happiest? According to a study by Amerisleep. So how are they doing it? By how much how sleep, much sleep you get? <laughs> <laughs> the happiest state is North Dakota. Interesting. <laughs> Who would have guessed that? Yeah, no. Followed by Vermont, Nebraska, South Dakota, and California. The least happy states were Kentucky. How did they figure this out? I don't know. West Virginia, Tennessee, Nevada, and Ohio. See, to me, those are all over the board that there is no... Okay, the rankings of state happiness were based on combined metrics of residents' health, education, number of working hours, and safety. Safety. Because Kentucky's really Dude, safe. Safety. You can't add safety into happiness. Sometimes I'm happy when things are crazy, you know, uh, man. Forbes failed on that article. I'm sorry, Craig. That was a big fail by that Forbes. That study. <laughs> oh, man. Well. Okay, this one's totally different. Worldpopulationreview.com. Happiest states 2022. Number one. Oh, where'd it go? This one makes more sense. Okay. So this one is saying number one happiest state is Hawaii. I was going to guess that See, one. Yeah, because outdoors, having fun, staying active. People there are just relaxed. Yeah, they enjoy many days of sunshine, healthy, active, outdoor lifestyles. Additionally, the state has the longest average lifespan in the U.S. I didn't know that. 81.48 years. Hmm. So if we want to live longer, got to move to Hawaii. Hawaii yeah. Utah was number two. Minnesota, number three. I wouldn't have expected that. All right, so I think what our, we figured out from our science and how, how, how much scientists we are, sunshine doesn't create happiness. <laughs> this, see, this one's funny. This one says, the least happy state is West Virginia. Didn't the other one say West Virginia? Was I think it might have been on there. It was Kentucky, <laughs> then, then it might have been West Virginia after that. Where's Arizona on this list? Apparently people don't know what constitutes happiness, happiness yeah, so come on. it's beautiful here 
I'm happy. Okay, Arizona looks like it's like in the in middle. middle. Arizona scored fifty two point nine two. Yeah, it's like. You know how they create? They're probably using social media nowadays, and they'll watch people and what they post. Right? Oh yeah, they're unhappy, and that's how they're figuring out who's happy and who's not, where they're posting from, and how they react. Yeah, but the trolls. <laughs> like oh yeah. Exactly. Then it's all based off people. The people that are most political are the least happy. People that are least political because are the they're most letting happy. that affect them. Yeah, dude. You I let that. I listen to too much politics for sure. Yeah. Sometimes. Well, you, and it affects you. Oh yeah, dude. It'll affect you depending on what you what you um, consume yourself with. Will affect you. Oh yeah. Your happiness for sure. One hundred percent. Like I said, this podcast today has been super deep yeah. and spiritual. So, guys, I just want you to remember. I don't know what I want you to remember. <laughs> Freaking live good lives, man. Get out there and enjoy it. <laughs>